this episode, this episode of Weed <laughs> is brought to you by Skunk Feather. Uh, yeah. Skunk Feather. Has been using sustainable cultivation methods, science, and innovation to create potent, flavorful flower and extracts since 2005. I talk through my nose too much to do what you do. I, lo- I forget well, that I have a throat and I talk through my nose. What I do, you mean like This episode voice? is brought to you by Skunk Feather. This episode is brought to you by Skunk Feather. <laughs> <laughs> Skunk Feather products are preciously crafted to ensure maximum retention of terpenes and flavor. Such a fan. Such a huge fan. I have that vape pen with the gram cartridge mm-hmm. right now. And it's just such a pleasure to like throw it in my back pocket and go for a bike ride. A bike ride with a vape pen? It's... Can I borrow your bike? Absolutely. Truly? Yes, because absolutely. I miss that so much. Wind in your hair? Yeah, and then you stop at a red light and you just like duck down and hit a skunk feather and yeah. then like cruise through. It's the best. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> their 2020 lineup of products pays homage to their home county of Santa Cruz, California with names like Pleasure Point, Cement Ship, Boardwalk, and Banana Slug. Yeah. Oh, on their IG, I'm looking at it right now. They have a huge banana slug next to some beautiful looking products. Like So good. Yeah, it's nice. They create some of the finest crumbles, sugars, shatters, and distilled oils in the world. So go to Skunk Feather on Instagram at skunk underscore feather to learn more and check out their beautiful pics. This is an episode about Skunk Feather. (laughs) This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by Skunk Feather. Skunk Feather, providing you the most enjoyment possible. (laughs) (laughs) Oozelife.com. We are so excited to tell you about Ooze. Oozelife.com. With innovative and colorful designs, Ooze is the loud, fun, in-your-face brand you've been waiting for. Have you seen their glass kettles? Wait, we should talk about what it is before I get into I just did a deep dive and I want to buy everything on Ooze. Well, OozeLife.com is a one-stop shop for all of your accessories. Vape pens, pipes, grinders, e-nails, rolling trays, and so much more. It's like my dream Etsy store. Oh, wow. It, it's just cool stuff. I, there's some... Oh man, Christmas is coming. Great gift ideas. Look at this kettle. Look at this glass blown ooze kettle. Oh my God, that is so cool. And all the different colors. What? That's amazing. And did you know that ooze batteries have a lifetime warranty? Really? And there's free shipping on orders over $50. Well, that's going to be easy to get to. And their prices are affordable, so you can save your green for more of the green. Did you write that? Yeah, I did. You can check out all of Ooze's best-selling innovative products like the glass kettle. I love it. Or the Slim Twist vape pen, the Drought Dry Herb Vaporizer, the Slugger Dab and Dugout. You know what I saw? I saw a mug, Mm -hmm. like a coffee mug. Yeah. But for wake and bake, it's porcelain and it has a bowl attached to it. So you can literally wake and bake with your coffee and cannabis. That's so fucking great. So you like take a sip of your coffee and then you like smoke out of the handle? Yeah. That's so fucking rad. No, you smoke out of the mug. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Why are we fighting? It's okay. I'm not fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Ooze is always inventing and reinventing cool stuff. You're going to love all the wild colors and fun designs. Follow them on Instagram at OozeLife and head over to OozeLife.com and use the code WEEDGRUB for 15% off your first order. Look at the bundles they have for like Halloween and October. The colors. You can get a bundle of just fun. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so great. Dripping ooze bundle for 50 bucks. Oozelife.com. Head over and use the code WEEDGRUB for 15% off your order. I just did my taxes two days before they're super due. You're going to spend it all at oozelife.com. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. 
did it. We fucking did it. How crazy, huh? Yep. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are a variety of things that we've done. So many did it. Yeah. Yeah. Which which did it are you talking about? Am I doing? Um yeah. I mean, <laughs> geez, where to start? I think Biden. Yeah. Five new states have joined the cannabis community. Yep. Um Pen fifteen. Yep. Doughboys. Yeah. We did it. We fucking did it. That's a lot of done doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nike called and they were like, nice job. Great work. <laughs> Living up to our slogan that, you know, my, uh, when I went to theater school, the director of my theater school had that poster behind his desk. He's like, literally, that's all you need to know. Just do it. Just do it. Good teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. For all the techniques and training. For, you know, yeah, we took mask and Chekhov and Shakespeare and movement. And I had Tai Chi every morning and voice lessons. And he was like, just do it. Do the thing. That's how you get there is you do the thing. Why is that so hard? Oh, uh, yeah, right. Simple but not easy. Right. Like yeah. as soon as you lose play, yeah, you can't do yeah. anymore is what that, it seems like. That's what I was really noticing with Pen15 was like they have per- like so perfectly captured that moment when you're a child losing the play and trying to be a grown-up and act in all of the ways that you've you're you know you're mimicking what you're seeing yeah on tv at home everywhere yeah being a grown-up and it's just like yeah that losing that sense of fucking play oh god they do it so well it's so fucking good we have to i i want them on the show let's have pen 15 on the show yeah if you have not seen that show uh highly Ugh. 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 Wow. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is recommended. Jeez Louise. When Biden won, that's how we celebrated, yep. was uh, we walked around outside with a bottle of champagne, feeling the cool breeze as if it was for the first time, ordered a bunch of food, uh-huh. and tried Pen15 and ended up binging season one. Yeah. And I got so high that I couldn't um, communicate with you. Yeah. Well, your eyes communicated that you were done because all I could see were the whites. I was, well, you put ice cream in front of me at one point. And I was like, whoa, he just read my mind. I can't remember. <laughs> Did I actually say anything to you about ice cream or you could just could you just tell that I was super high and I needed some ice cream in my life? I mean, when you kind of adjusted a bit, I knew that that was a thank you. Yeah, I could tell yeah. when your shoulder moved slightly that that was your way of showing thanks yeah i like twitched a cheek muscle what did you take you. you you took just a tincture it was a tincture and it was a powerful tincture it was a tincture that i've had sitting in my fridge and i think that i just got like the bottom of it which was just more potent somehow because i did what i thought was a normal amount and i was like not um how many sprays uh like four or five yeah so that, that should be yeah. like 20 yeah. mgs uh-huh and I was just, I don't know. I think also there was something in my body that was just letting go of all of the stress and tension. I think collectively so many of us are doing that, right? Just like breathing breaths that we haven't breathed in a little while and letting go because of the you know, election finally fucking being over. It's interesting to hear you say that and picture your body like an air conditioning filter in a car. Mm-hmm. And there, <laughs> you the tincture, like all of it got through the filter this time because it's been cleaned out a little bit from the last four years. Yeah. And this one hits you straight to the dome. That is kind of what it felt like. Like this, uh, I don't know, it really felt like it was in combination with my body letting go, my muscles, my brain, my all of it just like needing to turn off that the the weed just helped it along in a way where it like, yeah, put me, it was like kind of like 
sinking into a huge feather bed and then having someone put a giant duvet over me. That's how that high felt? Yeah. Fucking dream. It was very fucking relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, that like you, that should be a called like a Cleopatra moment. It it was. Yeah, it was total like feather bed fucking queen moment. It felt great, I yeah. got to say. I'm sorry if I was weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> I fed you ice cream cones, mini ice cream cones. Like if there was ever a queen time, it's while Pen15 is playing, you've sunk into yourself and there's like tiny ice cream surrounding you. That is queenly. It felt, it felt, I felt royal. It was amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Hell yeah. And thank you to fucking Anna Conkle and Maya, Maya Erskine, I think are their names, for making an amazing piece of art that we could celebrate with. Like we, I, we just wanted to watch something that felt like happy and fun after, you know, all of the stresses of the fucking election finally being called on Saturday. And, uh, it was perfect. Binge the whole first season. It's, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you just go? I just started thinking. What were you thinking about? Um, what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? <laughs> it's going great. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy, culture, cooking, cannabis, calling shit out, and... Uh, Cleopatra shit. Cleopatra shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hang on, i got to adjust my mic because I don't feel like I'm looking at you properly and I didn't set up right. Let me just do this. Touch everything. This, make a lot of noise. Okay, make sure you touch that. Bring this. that up. Slide okay. that down. Is that enough futzing? You tell me. Okay, there we go. Good to go? Yep. I'm glad you're looking at me. Yes. Good. Better to be looking at you. I was just thinking about, um, because I haven't eaten out much at all, and so... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's so juvenile, but it's, you know... This is a pen fifteen up through and through. Haven't eaten out. Wait, I'll get back to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you? Rem- I don't. I was trying. You made me try and think if I can remember the first time I went down on somebody or not. Oh, because I don't. I don't know that I ever knew what I. I don't know that I ever know what I'm. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. You just try and like hear them and find their rhythm. And then, you know, like, okay, keep that up. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to remember the first time I went down on someone. Do you remember yours while I think of it? No, I do not. Isn't that sadly. crazy? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Actually, I don't know if it is sad. Because like, I remember the very first time I had sex and I don't need to remember that. You know, it's pretty underwhelming. So mm, mine was an orgy. So oh. it was uh, it was like pre- even when it wasn't good, it was great. You know what awesome. I mean? Because you just didn't know which hole was which That's... and everyone was sliding around. So great for you. Good. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're bright red. I know. I have to like cover one eye and <laughs> pinch my ear just to feel normal. What's happening? <laughs> Wow. No, I do not remember the first time. I do remember like being a teenager and all of my friends who were starting to like hook up in pretty serious ways would talk about like the first time that they'd showered with someone. That was a big thing. Huge thing. I remember that. Showering with someone was a huge deal where you saw someone fully naked and you were fully naked in the shower. And you think it's going to be hot, but you're mostly just cold. Yeah, I guess so. I love showering with someone. You do? Yeah. But how do you share the warmth? Um, you just like kind of put them, you both get, what are you talking about? I, I get too stressed out. I, I overthink it. <laughs> I'm like, how do I have to explain this I to you? I overthink it because if it's like, if I'm too much in the hot water, yeah. then they're going to be cold. But if they're too much in the hot water, I'm like, what am I doing in here? And then if you share the water, yeah. you're both kind of like 
like part of me is hot part of me like it's just a whole thing and i can't really handle it a lot of the time it sounds like you need some like sexy shower 101 techniques here like you can share the stream i feel like you put it between you so it's like running down your chest or like if you're back to the person's front you know just like put it between you so it heats part of you and then you can like kind of dip in and out and I don't know. I love showering with someone. It's like the sexiest thing in the world. Really? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, but it makes those like farting. I'm not talking about fucking in the shower. I'm just no, that's about impossible. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Don't even try. Mm-hmm. But actually, just get like getting slippery and soaked up with someone and like you know playing around in there. It's great. You know, especially you... if you have a shout out Dr. Bronner's, by the way, thank you for sending over some hemp soap. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. You know, for getting sexy in a shower with. I'd rather be just in a hot tub with somebody skinny dipping than I would be in a shower. But it's a totally different sexy experience. They're apples and oranges. Water is water. Oh, not at all. A like, bush is a tree is a shrub. As, I, there's Swimming with someone naked is different from hot tubbing with someone naked is different from being in a bathtub with someone naked is different from showering with someone naked is different than playing naked slip and slide is different from jumping in and out of a sprinkler naked is different than running down the street in a rainstorm naked. <laughs> You're doing great. I like, I was like, damn, she can keep going. That's a lot of lots. Is different than naked snorkeling is different from naked scuba diving. Okay. Is different from getting peed on, Uh huh. but they're all water sports. <laughs> But they're all different to you? Yes, so different. Yeah. So, so different. And I just love the act of like being in a shower with your lover, you know, especially when it's not about like even getting off really, but just touching each other in an intimate way. Oh, I love it. That's nice. I love it. It's so good. That sounds really good. Like having someone, you know, like soap your back for you. It's just fucking hot. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the crack. Yeah. Soap your crack. Get that crack soaped up. You know, <laughs> if you're fighting with your lover, get in the shower, soap each other's cracks, see how long you can stay mad. There's no way. I'd be giggling so much. You've got, you know, yeah. It's like fucking couples therapy. Like get you. Number one, it's great to get naked together when you're mad because, you know, like just, you know, it's take ridiculous. all the barriers off. It's ridiculous. Everyone's silly naked. And then, yeah, soap each other's bits. See how long you can just stay frustrated. Wow, you're a prescription. You're a good. You'd be like a good can of counselor. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone, any, any relationship advice, definitely come to me because I definitely know what I'm doing and I definitely have always done it right. One hundred percent of the time. That's a very long business card, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of capitalized letters that make me feel very suspicious about the whole situation. Yeah, when someone is like emphatic that they one hundred percent. That's why I don't trust life coaches. So. What about, what about, I, I want to talk to you about water, water sex. Oh, okay. And then I'll get back to Do the, you want uh, to say take water? It. Water sex. Is that like the Midwestern in you? Water sex? Water? Do water you, sex. You, isn't water like a weird way to say water? I think it's water? new. It's New England, but oh. how? But but more important than where that's from, what do I sound like? Because in my head, I, I sound like I talk through my nose like a clarinet and I really don't like it. Hmm. But what do I, what do I sound like when I say water? Well, I hear the Midwesterner in you a little bit. Really? Well, it's the. I also hear it when you say, um, say P E N. Pen. Yeah, I hear it when you say that. <laughs> oh, word. I don't like how I said that it's, because I'm thinking about it like and your, that was uncomfortable. Your E is very slightly shortened. It's it's like halfway between an E and an I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I, when I hear your hear your roots. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's well described. Thanks. Like if I were to write the word. I would slide a little, like they would both be lowercase, but they'd be extra lowercase. They'd be tiny ones. <laughs> yeah. P E I 
and <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah okay so water sex water sex mm-hmm. um what about it places i've places i've had water sex okay uh hopping a community apartment complex pool okay. at late at night we would always hop the fence and then skinny dip in the apartment complex pool so sexy so sexy so, so sexy. fun might get caught also right Very, and you're like yeah. this Ooh. is high school yeah you know what i mean was there a bunch of you no it was always me and this uh other girl and like first time we just went swimming second time we were like let's get naked like and do it again and then by the third time it was like Okay, now we both have enough confidence to see this through the way we wanted to the first time. You're both back for more. Yeah, nice. exactly. Nice. Okay. And that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, hot tub was kind of fun, mm-hmm. but not really. Um, I worry too much. I like the water was so high mm-hmm. that I didn't like all of the splashing onto the ground, and I, it really wasn't enjoyable because there was no. I need. I needed a little bit of. You're control yeah you're you're very right to be worried in a hot tub situation because um i almost died in a hot tub no joke when i was with a dude and um i was trying to impress him and i put both my feet behind my head um a move that is probably not a way to even impress somebody (laughs) that just looked crazy i'm sure but i was like i can do this and i put both feet behind my head and of course immediately like slid down into the hot tub with my head underwater and then one of my um ponytails or whatever the fuck it was that i had going on with my hair got sucked into a jet (gasps) oh my god yeah so your legs are behind your head the ponytail is in a jet and you're just looking up at the surface yeah (laughs) Uh and um whoa yeah luckily i managed to extricate myself but i truly i feel like i could have died i bet a second felt like infinity yeah it definitely felt like i remember having that real moment of panic of like oh god (laughs) Yeah. Like, is this how I go? Um, so yeah, don't fuck around. <laughs> like the like your mom is like, just make anything else up to the corner. <laughs> Literally say anything else except just the truth. Anything. <laughs> anything. Oh my god. And how trauma like how traumatizing for that poor guy who was, you know, nice enough. Did you still hook up? I did. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. We did hook up. Good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But not in the hot tub. We got out of the hot tub. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I bet it would be weird if you like pulled your hair after the jet did. Yeah, well, we didn't hook up that night. I actually, um, yeah, it was a different time. But yes, we, uh, that's a whole other story. Wow. He was, he was uh, a, someone who made it a crazy weed mistake that I always have like thought is like one of the weird cautionary tales of the time of dial-up. He somehow called 911 on himself because he had uh, some kind of like dial-up situation where he had to patch in for like a remote work session, but this was like back in the fucking 90s. I don't even know how it happened, but he somehow dialed 911 and they were dispatched. And when they come, they have to check the premises. Mm -hmm. And so they found his closet grow and he fucking called the cops on himself. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) poor guy. That sucks. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, bummer. Um, Let's hear it. Have you had uh, steam room sex? No, have you? No. Gross, yeah. Like, you wouldn't do it in a steam room. No, it's not a... Th- or a sauna. Much. There was a place in New York that was a steam room that I think had like one night where it was sort of known that if you went on like Tuesday nights that you could hook up. And so I always avoided the Tuesday nights. We want to have <laughs> sex so in crazy. a steam room. Like adult swim, but mm-hmm. for adult sex? Mm-hmm. 
I love that. Like theme nights, like ladies night, men's night. But on Tuesday night at the steam room, it was for yeah. fucking. I guess. Huh. I feel like, yeah, they had sexy parties at that place. And I never I never went to them because, uh, no, I just don't want to. Too many sandals. Yeah, a lot of sandals. Just, yeah, too many things swinging around. And it's all so hot. <laughs> I don't want that. I've been to Burning Man. <laughs> um, I would love to do it in an infinity pool. Okay. Like overlooking LA Fuck. in an infinity pool. That's a dream There's place. There's a crazy fucking house up by the Hollywood Reservoir that has an infinity pool. Excuse me, overlooking the reservoir. God, how magical. Right. Imagine like filling an infinity pool with bubble bath and just like <gasps> bobbing around in it like a little rubber ducky. Fucking stop it. Isn't an infinity sound? bubble bath? An infinity fucking Why bubble bath? Why is no one doing this? <laughs> I feel like it's got to exist somewhere in the world. I don't like, think it does. Lizzo is probably in an infinity <laughs> pool bubble bath somewhere right fucking now. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah, it's like, look at our infinity pool. Oh, cool. I'm going to go home to my infinity bubble bath. Yeah, so much better. Damn, Lizzo, okay. great job. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I love that idea. That's mm-hmm. I think that's the thing about I watch a lot of those architectural digest YouTubes mm-hmm. and oh, it's most of them are all the fucking same. I just want to see a good nice center kitchen island. Oh, that's yeah. all I want to see is a celebrity with a center island in their kitchen. Yep. But every now and then there's like those two or three cool quirks to the home yeah. where it's like a wall that leads to another kitchen or a, a a gumball machine that's free and it like kicks out whole candy bars, but a infinity pool bubble bath is. That's my dream. I've never seen it before. It's just that's brilliant. It, it just went up to the very top of my list. I want a house that has a room for my hedgehog <laughs> with like a whole hedgehog palace room. <laughs> that's going to be for Rosebud, the hedgehog who's coming. She's coming. And I want an indoor outdoor pool where you can get into the pool inside your house and then swim outside yes and then there will be a part of it that will be reserved for the infinity bubble bath pour over into yeah that's brilliant situation i have nothing to add because it's such a good idea it's gonna be great and there's gonna be a pulley system that will drop you a joint while you're in the pool that you can just like ring a little bell and then a pulley will come like a little yeah and just bring a joint out to you oh man like a rube goldberg machine mm-hmm. kind of a deal yeah i love that or like you say if you're like poolside i'm already bringing you ice cream as well just <laughs> be your butler from here on out and no, give you all of it or you know if you're in the pool i would send one out to you you know just like <laughs> rigged for whoever's next to it to like pull on it and, and send joints to people who are in the pool i think you could teach archie the dog how to like He's bring fucking, a joint that's like it's just a tiny newspaper he doesn't bring a newspaper archie literally is the most like he's great at cuddling he's really good at letting me know when someone's at the door um otherwise he doesn't really do much okay he, he farts so, like a champion <laughs> he's got some like dead seagull farts happening today it's really <laughs> upsetting I thought I'd stepped in something. Then I was like, nope, just my dog. Just farting. stepped in the air. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. My cat smells weird too. This whole house is, you know, a little stinky. Sorry about that. I don't smell anything. Okay, good. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be my dream thing in a house. You really took me away with that bubble bath infinity pool. You got an open plane kitchen? Yeah. Well, yeah, my whole space. I mean, I'm, I think I'm more like a cat than anything. Like if you give me a big enough box, I'm just going to go sit in it. And that's the kind of home I want is just a huge box, mm-hmm. just an empty box with a table on the inside, really a padded cell. What I, what oh, I would great. dream of is a mansion, but it's just a, 
a, a padded cell that's you know did you, a million square feet did you okay so like dan bilzerian's house yes but i want art on the walls and i want to be a good person and he's a bad person who turned his entire fucking deck into a weight room instead of a place that people can hang out like go fuck yourself man what a terrible monster of a human being when you have an entire billion dollar home you can look it up on architectural digest i looked it up before we went and visited to see what to expect and man he's got such a palatial beautiful place but to take all of it away and just put dumbbells everywhere is like go fuck yourself it well yeah it was crazy we went to his place was like a couple years ago now when he was launching his weed brand and the whole thing, like, we got shuttled up in a party bus and had to, like, sign a release. And then we got there, and there were all of these armed guards. Nothing screams rifles. weed and having a good time than hanging out with armed guards and oh. dumbbells. And, like, there was no weed that we could see at the party. There were, like, a lot of, you know, drinks and some weird canapes. But the kitchen is what I'm thinking of, though, because ah. he did have that huge, beautiful kitchen with that big stainless steel island, and he had that crazy fridge and you were like what's in the fridge and you wanted to know and he was like weird about it don't open that it's full of protein shakes full of hgh more like i bet it was i bet it was filled with (laughs) just vials of cum and steroids guaranteed yeah it was weird it was like ozymandias in the watchman that was his whole thing fuck yeah Mm -hmm. but if you had that space like i feel like that kind of a kitchen with all of the gleaming steel and the fridge with the double doors that open like you know yeah that's the dream. Does that make sense? The double doors that open? You know what I'm saying. I gestured. <laughs> French, so like, <laughs> French fridge doors. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. The yeah. suicide doors or whatever they're called. <laughs> a fridge with suicide doors. You know what I mean. Oh, a suicide door fridge would be amazing. Just, if it opened from the bottom up, oh, how fun yes. would that be? Wait, is that a suicide door? No, yes. that's a gold wing. Aren't suicide doors the ones where on a car they open? Oh, yes. It opens closer to the front the, headlight. Like the back seat opens closer to the... it's the reverse door it's the reverse door yeah so in that case a suicide fridge would be freezer on bottom maybe no No. a suicide fridge would be that instead of the doors opening in the middle section Mm -hmm. they would open on the outside section and the doors would meet in the middle oh and that isn't very interesting to me a going fridge a going fridge would would be would be an inconvenience to open and close <laughs> because you need a wide berth to like walk it back. <laughs> but it would be real fun and like it's it, it would be fun to have for a week. Um, yeah, like a Lamborghini fridge or Maserati <laughs> fridge where you're like, oh, excuse me, can you get out of the way so my Gullwing fridge door can open and I can just get us all some Fiji water or yeah. whatever the fuck it is that you keep in there when you're crazy rich. I love the idea Gabriel's had when he was on the podcast for a fridge where at a certain point you're going to be able to just like put this bubble over it and then reach your hand inside oh. and reach and it'll be clear and then pull your hand back out and the bubble will reform. That's right. Yeah. I think, I mean, those things I definitely think are coming because yes. um, somebody is going to destroy the steel industry, the coal industry. Like all these industries are going to be destroyed for technology and w- It'll be too cool for us not to want it. So it'll just be a force field. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, like yeah. an energy force field. And it'll keep the cold in cooler and energy bills will go down because mm-hmm. you don't leave the fridge open. You just constantly can go in and out of it as you need while it self seals itself. I, I mean, like it. everything about it will be better, except that 
four people control the earth <laughs> Every, right. but everything else will be great it's just yeah one person in charge of everything but we all have cool fridges yeah. <laughs> great that sounds like a $1,200 check for COVID mm-hmm. well said <laughs> speaking of you want to get to the news oh yeah there's some good news out here there is some good news it's been such an interesting crazy week as everything continues to be crazy but this was a great story coming out of Oregon. Yeah. Um, while I pull it up, can we congratulate the five states that we were talking about at the top of the show for... Because when we recorded, yeah. um, ballots were being counted. Yes. So, but we assumed they would all pass, and, and they, they did. They did all pass. So let's congratulate the adult use initiatives that passed in Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, yeah. and South Dakota. And South Dakota also simultaneously approved a medical cannabis program as well. And then Mississippi passed medical use. So there are four new states that are joining the 11 that already had legalized adult use cannabis. And Mississippi has a new um, medical program. So yeah, things are... Fucking, one in three um, Americans now lives in a state with legal cannabis for adult use. That's fantastic. Isn't that fucking amazing? Well, because the next step is our news story this week, which is Oregon. Yes. Do you say Oregon? Do you? I don't. Good. (laughs) Word. Uh, Because Oregon approved a ballot that decriminalizes all drugs and simultaneously funds treatment services. So huge deal because they have decriminalized, the measure decriminalizes um, all criminal penalties for low-level drug possession offenses. No other state has done this. So if you're caught possessing a controlled substance, it's either a $100 fine or you're required to to complete a health assessment within 45 days days the new all the new law will also use existing tax revenue from weed sales um to fund expanded drug treatment programs yep so that means the possession of drugs like heroin cocaine and methamphetamine will no longer be sending people to jail and instead you'll just get a ticket which is fucking amazing so it's going to be treated as a as a health issue which it is it is a health issue it is a health issue if you're struggling with addiction and you are you know busted with something and they put you in jail that is not going to fucking help you at all so no, you become um, like you just become something they can monetize while you're trapped in a system that will that actually doesn't want to help you. It's yeah. So this is an amazing step forward. Um, Oregon has also decriminalized uh, psilocybin before this, so That's right. there's access to healing psychedelics. They've got legal weed, and now if you're caught with uh, drugs of any kind, you will get a ticket. Uh, possible fine and no jail time. Hell yes. Um, There's a couple more stats in this marijuana moment article I just wanted to shout out because the way that this whole thing started was an Oregon Criminal Justice Commission reported in August that this type of reform would actually reduce felony and misdemeanor convictions for drug possession by 91%. I think what's really cool about it too is that 58% of people voted for it too. So it was like an overwhelming majority. Um, 41% were against it. And that to me is like, just, I don't know, when when we have the opportunity to speak as a populace and our voice is heard mm-hmm. and it makes something like drug treatment being the focus instead of jail time. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it gives me faith in humanity. I don't like people, but I do like humanity. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. That's fucking awesome. There's a great quote from the Drug Policy Alliance Executive Director, Cassandra Frederique, here that um, I'd love to read. She says, Measure 110 is arguably arguably the biggest blow to the war on drugs to date. It shifts the focus where it belongs on people and public health and removes one of the most common justifications for law enforcement to harass 
harass, arrest, pro- arrest, prosecute, incarcerate, and deport people. And uh, there's another state that I think just passed something. I think it's West Virginia, mm-hmm. where you can't be searched if you just smell like weed. Nice. Right? Like everywhere is taking the steps that their state feels comfortable with, but they're taking the steps. So yep. I ain't mad at it. Yep. I love it. It's great. And now with uh, Joe Biden uh, in the presidency and Kamala Harris, as she said during the uh, VP debate, it's time to decriminalize cannabis at a federal level and stop sending people to prison for it and get every last prisoner out of jail. Boom. It's one of the reasons we do this pod. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, we got to do our part. Yeah. Everyone should have safe and fair access to something that many people benefit from. And if you don't benefit from it and you choose not to use it, you still shouldn't want to send people to prison for it. I think that's the presidency platform I would run on. Right. Mind your business. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> that's my, that would be my campaign slogan. Would you make it like, uh, remember how Biden was like, the he had like the no malarkey bus or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which thankfully went away. Do you think you would like, you would punch that up as like a mind your... Mind your damn business. Mind your damn business. Mind your beeswax. No, I just, yeah, I think that's the ultimate American platform Mm -hmm. is like stay out of, like, because so many Americans don't want government in their business. Right. They want freedom of choice. They want freedom of speech, the freedom to bear arms. it comes to women's bodies, which they want to legislate. Exactly. Which is why I'm running on mind your your business. Mind your business. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. (laughs) You don't know me. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike Laser, you don't know me. (laughs) Is that a good? (laughs) And you never will. And you never fucking will. Is that a good presidential campaign? Mike Laser, you don't know him and you never will. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I feel like someone would be intrigued enough by that to vote for you. Yeah. I I would vote for you. You get my fucking vote. I know you. I know you're fucking solid and you have everyone's best interests at heart all the time. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. I'm altruistic. Yeah. I know. You're a good good person. Were you going to say fruit? You're a good fruit? What did you almost say before you said person? Oh, I don't know. Oh. That would have been a weird brain fart. I don't mm. know. Anyway, I'm um, sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> you're I think a good egg. A good egg. You're a good egg. I think I would be funny in the debates, though, because I would deflect mm-hmm. all of the questions to like ask Chris Wallace about himself. Oh, Because right. that's my, my go-to agenda is if anyone asks me anything, I'm like, well, what do you think about that? Yeah, what about you? How's your day going? <laughs> yeah, Chris Wallace is like, <laughs> fine, not but about me. anyway, foreign policy. Yeah, foreign policy. Crazy, crazy. What do you think? I think the best thing to come out of that debate, that very first presidential debate that I've seen was the bad lip reading video that if like, you know, they've been doing it for fucking years and I'd almost forgotten about bad lip reading and how fucking great they are. And it was truly like, it doesn't even matter that it's so good it's just so fucking funny what should we put that in the show notes we should put it in the show notes everyone should watch it i don't care who you voted for it's fucking hilarious yeah while you're sitting (laughs) on the toilet or you're sipping your coffee yeah i don't i I do care who you voted for actually good so (laughs) that's a weird thing to say (laughs) but i think anyone would find it funny yeah no matter who they voted for all right let's put the bad lip read in the show comments (laughs) yes it's very funny so oh and congratulations oregon you know huge huge and to everyone who just worked so hard for that who lives in Oregon and who is now going to be able to like benefit from these amazing new policies. It's really interesting who the leaders in our country are mm-hmm. in different areas. I would always have expected New York to jump on the cannabis legalization bandwagon. I mean, they are the Big Apple and they are yeah. Ellis Island. Like everything about New York, it shows progress you and, and it's York just is, so far behind. New York's laws are so archaic in so many ways. There are laws surrounding like cabaret and dancing and alcohol and everything is very fucking old fashioned. Very old-fashioned and mm-hmm. the progress grinds slowly it's like even yeah, your favorite drink yeah what 
the old fashioned. Oh, or the Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, New York is super fucking behind the times. But now that New Jersey is legalized with the uh, public voting, like, madly in support of it. And, you know. What a loss of revenue for New York, too. Well, that's, I mean, they're just going to have to legalize it. In fact, they're saying that they're going to now. They're like, oh, well, I guess we better play catch up. Yeah. You don't want everyone to, like, be just crossing the border to get their legal weed in New Jersey. What a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to keep that shit local. So, yeah, hopefully New York will be next. Hope so. But yeah. I just think, like, if this works in Oregon, then it can work. It'll work other places. Like, other people will see how wonderful it is to infuse the community with that revenue mm-hmm. and fucking fix homelessness mm-hmm. and get schools the supplies they need so it's not coming out of teachers' pockets. Like, everything about cannabis legalization leads back to community. Mm-hmm. And like fucking get involved motherfuckers like what are you waiting on it's the way towards a healthy society fucking harm reduction and legalization and decriminalization and stop imprisoning people for this nonsense and movies are better yeah movies are better when you're high come on that is just across the board a definite fact (laughs) that's the other platform i'm running on movies are better when you're high tv's better when you're high ice cream's better when you're high and ice cream with a movie when you're high is as close to god as anything comes (laughs) better than an orgasm i was just saying what about coming yeah i mean coming when you're high is also i mean it's all good watching a movie while eating ice cream Uh While coming, yeah. While high, I think that would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remove something from that equation. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely how I die. <laughs> she, she, she almost died with her legs behind her head and a ponytail trapped in a hot tub. But what really got her was, <laughs> was when she had a tiny ice cream cone from Trader Joe's and she was watching Pen Fifteen and uh, coming. <laughs> she just popped up. She just. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. Have you ever seen... Oh, you haven't seen the show The Boys? No. Oh, it's good. It's yeah. worth binging. Uh-huh. But there's a part where people's heads just start exploding. And you just made me think like... Oh, wow. <laughs> like that's a, that's a way that they could go. Oh, I <laughs> wanted to talk about... Um, go back to takeout. Okay. Because when, we, when Biden won and we ended up ordering all of that food, mm-hmm. it was my first time sitting down safely at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done that yet, and my anxiety was pretty high. Uh, it took a big gulp of wine and a joint on the way there to kind of relax and be outside a restaurant, even though no one was around us, and plexiglass was on and masks were worn. The whole thing was still nerve-wracking for me, mm-hmm. but it tasted great. And then what I wanted to shout out that I think I need to do from here on out was I ordered a bunch of food to go, including food for the next day, mm-hmm. and it was almost like... I mean, like, I got chicken wings for the movie that night, and then I ordered a huge veggie burger and fries and more food for the next day because, like, you don't want... Nobody wants to cook, and if you're already at a restaurant, I think that's my new move, is if you're already at a restaurant, get get next-day food from that restaurant. Yep. And it's and you're ready to rock. You're doing a public service. You're yeah. yeah, like, supporting a local business while ensuring that you're going to have just an amazing 24 hours. Fucking yes. Yeah. I love that order and then order to go eat there, order some to go and order for the next day. I think that's it. Because even if it's just something as simple as a Caesar salad for the next time, Mm -hmm. like that's just like one less thing I have to think about. Yep. And I love not thinking. I love that. Mm -hmm. And even though the, even though fries, everyone knows fries don't travel. It's probably one of the biggest travesties known to man that there's no good way. I love a cold floppy fry. You do. I do. You don't mind the chalky, grainy, sandy. I don't know what's wrong with me. I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just, I like cold food. I'm totally into cold food. My friend Rebecca used to put her um, takeout in the freezer when it would show up and then eat it cold. To cool it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. like I'll I've, do that with a frozen pizza. Mm-hmm. I, as soon as it, I go from oven to freezer right oh, away wow. so that I can. Um, and the other thing I've been doing uh-huh. is making two frozen pizzas Okay. so that I eat one right away, and yep. then the other one is in the fridge, ready to rock the next day. Nice. I'm I'm doubling up on everything right now, so yeah. I don't have to do any work. Seems like you're living really well. I'm trying to live smart, mm-hmm. but my type of smart is making two pizzas at once, so I have one for later. I mean, it's a great move, and it's really smart. And I am always excited to come over and see what you have in your fridge. <laughs> Remember when I came <laughs> over that one time, and you were like, "You, you yelled said, at me." Yeah, you were like. After, like, I'd been there for, like, 10 minutes, you were like, oh, by the way, there's some, like, leftover sog. And I was like, you have leftovers I didn't know about? Like- yeah, you were very <laughs> triggered because I didn't tell you about my fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I need to know what's in your fridge at all times. The <laughs> second I enter your apartment, I need to know what's in there. And should I go and, like, stand with the fridge door open and eat some things first? Absolutely, you mm-hmm. should. I will always have something in the fridge for you to, like, hunker over and wolf down. Thank you. You have my Including, word. you put some cold, uh, you put some La Croix in your fridge because I drink it cold and you drink it room temp. Yeah, I, I was like, that feels real good. Gotta be nice. That feels like a real, yeah, a real thing. Thanks. What is your favorite restaurant next day? Like, like because oh. I ordered double foods for the next day and I was like, I knew what I wanted and I, I thought it would keep. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your what what is your ideal order? Not leftover, but ideal next day order. An ideal next day order would be wings always great oh yeah next day wings um any kind of like what kind of wing are you talking barbecue or hot or ter- like what's oh, the like i'm actually salivating right now because i'm thinking about ordering some when we're done because i'm gonna get some um the place uh, ghost pizza has uh the hot wings and sweet chili so i get six and six <gasps> That sounds so good. Like, What's the dip sauce for that situation? Blue cheese. I mean, none on the sweet chili. You don't do. You don't dip those. Those are just sweet chili. But yeah. Then the hot wings. You get blue, blue cheese all the way. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Sweet chili wings sounds good too. Yeah, and I like any um, like noodles, cold nudes. Mm-hmm. I love like a cold pasta the next day. Like a pasta. Oh, cold noodle. I was thinking ramen. Ooh. Because I think like I I don't mind that it's like. It's it's gross, but I don't mind that like congealed. Oh yeah, it holds the shape of the container situation. <laughs> to I, me, that's very satisfying. With like a sloppy when it falls out. Yep. Yeah, I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. How do you feel about um, a burrito? Because that was my first thought. Was like oh. a a if I was like hammered at night, mm-hmm. I would get a now burrito mm-hmm. and a secret burrito <gasps> for the fridge for the next day so that I didn't have to order Postmates while I'm hungover. Yep. And a, like, I love, I love, I love, I love a white meat chicken burrito, mm-hmm. even though it might like, even though it's a little soggy from the sour cream or maybe I did too much guac or something. I love it. Get the sour cream on the side. I, yeah. I love a cold burrito. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could go with a cold burrito. I always get the sour cream on the side and I always need to smother it in hot sauce. Really? A lot of hot sauce, a lot of What's sour What's your cream. burrito eating technique? Because I think we, I've never seen you eat a fucking burrito. Mm. And I have a very, diff- have we talked burrito eating technique on no, here? No, I don't think so. I do like a, a one and done, like I'm an inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> I really am when it comes to burritos. You just suck the middle and you've there's an never... empty shell like a cicada? There is a reason that you've never seen me eat a burrito. It's because <laughs> I don't eat them in public because I truly 
open my mouth and I put it in my mouth and then I swallow. Like I am a, a python. Yeah, yeah, I'm yes, basically. I'm a I'm a python style burrito yeah. eater. How about you? That's so funny if it was in a movie and you did that and mm-hmm. then it would just cut to this little girl right next to you who like is staring and her taco just slides from her hand and shatters on the floor. Yeah, that's how you know I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I swallow my burritos whole. <laughs> <laughs> and now children. Hey, how about you? What's your burrito tactic, technique? Well, if I'm at a place where I can get c- tiny cups mm-hmm. of different things, mm-hmm. I will take a bite so that I have a nice pocket on the inside. And then I continually fill that pocket per bite with different combinations of things. Wow. So if I'm, I got to burp. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so like if I was at Chipotle Mm -hmm. and I could get a bunch of different salsas, like they have the Poblano Cholula salsa verde, like I'll, I'll be that hoarder who has all three hot sauces on his table (laughs) and then I'll get a big thing of sour cream too. Mm -hmm. And I will dip the corner of the burrito in the sour cream Mm -hmm. and add a drop of a hot sauce and take a bite and then do a dip and then. I'm mixing and matching the whole time. Uh-huh. And then somebody will come over and go, can I borrow one of those hot sauces? And I'll be like, I'm actually using them. And then they'll walk away and wow. I'll keep eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rude. <laughs> so you're a rude burrito eater? <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. I say, of course. Yeah. But yeah, like I like to create pockets of flavor and have each of those pockets be a variety of tastes. I like that you can get sort of the smorgasbord, smorgasbord of burrito flavors you can have like a guac bite and then you can have a sour cream bite and then you can have a salsa bite and a cilantro bite yeah let's talk burrito salsas what do you you go with do you go with the green you go with the red pico de gallo i i love super super spicy Mm -hmm. um i almost said i almost quoted a weiger because we were on Dough the Doughboy's Devil. I almost said Heat Seeker, and I was like, "That's his thing. I can't bite that." Uh-huh. He's he's such a kind human being who has like amazing opinions. So I like super spicy, mm-hmm. um, but I also really like the green. I think yeah. the green is the tastiest, but the spiciest makes me feel alive for once. Yep, I love the green too. Nothing like a green, especially like green salsa on chilaquiles. Have you ever had green salsa chilaquiles? No. <gasps> There's a place in <laughs> there's a place in New York that I used to go to for brunch, and they had green salsa chilaquiles and micheladas, and we would sit and read the paper on a Sunday. It was oh, oh, fucking awesome. I love that. That's like breakfast nachos with alcohol. Yeah, but it's it's such a tasteful <laughs> spin. Yeah, I was reading the paper. <laughs> what an asshole! It was great. It was truly great. When you read The New Yorker, you always flex each page so we can hear it snap in yeah. the wind. Yep, I snap and then I clear my throat. <laughs> then I make sure everyone's looking at me reading this intelligent piece of writing. <clears throat> mm. Snap. <laughs> I, um, what do you, have you had Baja Fresh before? I know. I feel like I have... I think that's the best burrito. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we had Taco Bell for the first time, right? Yep. No, I feel like we had Baja Fresh on the way to Alaska. Maybe we stopped at a road stop place and you got me a chicken burrito. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to walk you through this. This is how you order. This is what you do. Man, I wish there were more Baja Freshes out here. I think that's the number one um, burrito chain because it has that little salsa bar. And you can also get all the pickled carrots and the pickled onions and and they've got the corn salsa mm-hmm. big fan i mean corn loading yes 
it's everything. <laughs> this is, corn loading. Yeah, if this yeah. is your first episode listening to us, find the one about corn loading. It seems to be a... Uh, yep. Is it a fan? F- it's, it's a favorite. People, <laughs> people know what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. Um, I uh, drove by a green burrito the other day. And I think, speaking of Doughboys, I think they were talking about this on a recent app. They were like, there aren't that many. And I was like, I've never been in one. Have and you, you didn't go to that? No, I was just in the car and I drove past one and I thought of it because I'd heard it on the Doughboys. Yeah. Have you been to a green burrito? I haven't, but I do have a little bit of news about a green burrito. Oh. Because growing up in St. Louis, one of the fast food restaurants we always, always went to. Um, do you know Hardee's, if I say Hardee's? Yeah. It's also called Carl's Jr. out here. Oh, totally. Okay, yep. so in the Midwest, it's called Hardee's. Mm-hmm. And there's one of them, and it was a rock and roll Hardee's. Mm. And so it was a themed out fast food restaurant and so you had your juke boxes juke 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 box juke boxes mm-hmm. you had your juke boxes and um and the whole place was 50 sock hop and you would still be eating sloppy fast food monster burgers but it would be in an atmosphere that it didn't feel right but what a fun place to be so that rock and roll hardy's fell off and became a green burrito slash whatever that slash uh-huh. thing is and so, um, yeah, so there's a green burrito. If I ever go back to St. Louis, I know exactly where it is. And do you think that they retained the 50s vibe? Oh, that like, so like, go to your green burrito and like order from your fucking, you know, car hop <laughs> yeah. on roller skates or whatever? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dope. I love that. That's awesome. Okay, well, I will uh, try a green burrito with you next time we drive past one. Let's like do it. To, yeah. I would love to. We should do some burrito tasting, I feel like. Well, it's yeah. winter time, and for me, that is a winter meal. Because yes. it, 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 it's a cozy, blankety, mm-hmm. hibernate feel for me. Yeah. I love, I think, a bur- I, oh, that's interesting. We Maybe we talk about it another time. But, like, top five best full feelings. Oh. Like, what you like to f- eat that makes you a certain type of full. The burrito does feel like a baby in your stomach. Like right. It, is, it feels like a whole, you can feel it down there. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, of course, because I swallow them whole. That is... <laughs> and you still pull out bones for some reason, like a fish. Like, how did that happen? The burrito bones. Amazing. Yes. I would like to also do a um, best foods to eat in your car. Yeah. Um, examination of our own habits. Okay. Like what's good to eat in a car and hear from other people about what they like to eat in their car. Okay, that sounds great because I definitely have some stories about eating in my car, driving with my knee Mm -hmm. or parking. Mm -hmm. I like eating in my car a lot. I don't mind it at all. I I, um, did have an awkward experience recently where I was trying to eat a Trader Joe's black bean and corn quesadilla while driving that went horribly wrong. Oh no. Yeah. Wait, did you turn it instead of your head and it slid out the back? It, what? How would that work? Like, because it's a quesadilla, so it's an open-sourced burrito. Yes. So it slid out the back onto your lap? Oh, no. I just was like, I was, number one, I was seen by other people who were also driving who were horrified because I looked insane. <laughs> because I was like, I kind of was holding it wrong, and I was trying to like unwrap it from the foil that I had put it in the oven in with my teeth, and then my like dog was trying to get at me, and the whole thing, it was just really bad and awkward. This is a whole, whole it cartoon. Unsafe. It was unsafe quesadilla eating driving. Yeah. I shouldn't have attempted, but I was very hungry. So anyway. You were pulled up next to a student driver. Yeah. <laughs> they both turned white, like a ghost. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do what she's doing. Um, 
Well, should we get to our buds of the week? Yeah, is it? Yeah. Oh my God, this flew by. I know. Wow. Well, when you're having fun, huh? Uh-huh. Very cool. Like we did with our buds of the week. Yeah, we had an amazing time on a Doughboys double with the Doughboys boys. Um, so we have two buds of the week this week. Mm-hmm. Can we do joint buds, even though usually you do one and I do one? Yeah. Can we do joint? The, the hey, that works out. Joint? joint? Joint buds of the week. Okay. Yes. Great. Awesome. So the Doughboys, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Nick... And Mitch, thank you so much for having us on a Doughboys Double. And also, shout out to the Drop King for setting everything up. Uh, amazing producer of the show. Uh-huh. And um, also, our other butt of the week this week is Emma, their audio engineer, or audio engineer for so many different podcasts. Uh-huh. And resident uh, cannabis consumer. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, that is... Somebody I can't wait until we get to smoke with. I can't wait to hang out with Emma and smoke and just like kick it with all of them. And we've got to have um, Nick and Mitch on here. And Absolutely. Have a great time because it was just like such a fun hang. We got to talk about Thanksgiving and uh, best um, f- like times and favorite ways to smoke and all things weed. Moose. Yep. Meese. We it went off the rails. Yep. We talk about uh, Saskatchewan comes up. <laughs> um, I um, evidently didn't represent Canadian Thanksgiving as well as a couple of people would have liked because I heard in a couple of comments they were like, actually, Canadians do celebrate Thanksgiving. You can't re- read Reddit comments. No, I know. Mary Jane, you can't read your reviews. Don't read the comments. But yeah. anyway, no, it was the best fucking time. It was so cool. Yeah. Well, I the, the thing I liked about um, the Doughboys Reddit comments was... Um, apparently there's some problems. If you listen to the episode, you'll hear about Saskatchewan. I'll leave it at that and then check out Reddit. (laughs) Um, but I did want to shout out Emma's, um, Instagram and Twitter. It is at Emma, a tree, T R E E. And so if you're ever looking for an audio engineer or you're looking for a cool follow or just like a dope person, um, follow Emma. And if you're looking for a podcast, you probably already listened to him. But if you don't, check out Doughboys Pod or Doughboys Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and type it into whatever you listen to podcasts on and dive right into their main episodes or, and not or, and check out <laughs> our episode on their Patreon as part of the Golden Plate Cup Club. Club. Yeah. Oh man, I couldn't bring it home. Oh uh, no, you got it. It's the Golden Plate Club, yeah. and we both joined. We are both members, and we ran a contest and um, signed some other folks up for a free month so they could check out our double and everyone else's. And it's just like, man, fucking cool. Like they have the most fun guests. They are the most fun. The first time I heard and saw the Doughboys was with you when you took me to a live show, and it was just the best fucking time. Tremendously good vibes tremendously good vibes like such a loyal following they're so funny they're so fun they're so fucking cool and it was a true dream to be um on the pod yeah i think what i like about our podcast and their podcast is like one of my goals is to just bring good people together and if i can get to know good people and good people can get to know good people and everybody can feel good Uh i i mean that's the most i can ask for to put out into the world that's the fucking wonderful thing to ask for because you do it and i like doing it with you and i think that's what the doughboys do too Mm -hmm. they just bring joy to the world and put out positive vibes and get positive vibes back yep that's it that's it that's what we all fucking need all of the favorite things that i you know like i 
also listen to some things that are, you know, not necessarily what I always want to be hearing. Like I do listen to the news and stuff, but when it comes to Well, you to listen to podcasts to... like Murder, Murder, Did Someone Say Murder? It's <laughs> true. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been diving into This Is Actually Happening, which is just like first person stories told by the person that it happened to. There's some like fucking gory tales of like crazy things that have happened to people. So yes, like I listen to that. But then also when I'm listening to pods with like friends who just hang out like Karen and Georgia on my favorite murder or Nick and Mitch or you know any of the other fucking wonderful duos that are out there I like to think that we're one of those yeah. duos that people tune in because you and I like each other so much and totally. we have such a good time together do you think there's anyone out there who only listens to the first half of mm-hmm. my favorite murder <laughs> just, yeah they don't listen to the murders at all they're just like I just want to with Karen in Georgia. Yeah. Totally. I've always wondered if there's like, because I read the comments sometimes and people like will razz on one person and obviously be a fan of the other. Like I always wonder if like, are there people who are like, God, I wish Mary Jane would just shut up because I only want to hear Mike. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it's the other way around. I think I no talk way. too much and I interrupt and everyone's just like, Mary Jane has great stories and has lived a life and her voice sounds so much better than that accordion with a goose inside. That's so crazy. I always think like, God, shut up. He's so funny and cool. Why are you stepping on him like just let him say his stuff oh man that's awesome well what a great support system because we both hate (laughs) ourselves but lift each other up hate myself hate the sound of my voice like you so much glad to do this with you amazing good lord that's a good ending Mm -hmm. yeah well thank you for listening everybody you can follow us at weed and grub everywhere our email if you want to say yo is wg at weed and grub dot com mm-hmm. and i don't think you need to say the dot com anything more i think we're you beyond do. that because there's not a I, I have an email that my oldest email that i still hang on to is a dot org oh man i know it's a nightmare okay actually the guy real quick kenny if you're listening which you're not but um so i have a throwing bones dot org and there's someone who's been trying to buy it from me for a really long time because he wanted it was throwing bones was the name of my production company and he has now started his own thing that's called Throwing Bones. And he keeps trying to buy it from me. I'm not going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he slides into my inbox every once in a while. He's like, have you changed your mind yet? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Get your own domain. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> um, and then slide into our DMs. Mm-hmm. Why not? Send Mary Jane a whisk pick. Hot whisk picks. Love Always em. a fave. We've been getting some really fun... Uh, DMs from people of just like, you know, like the wonderful espresso pictures. Oh, they're beautiful. The morning espresso cups. Yeah. If you have any food you're proud of, mm-hmm. any weed you're proud of, anything positive that you think we might like, just fucking slide in our DMs and send it to us because that's a great way to get to know folks. Yeah. Right. And we want to share it. And yeah. Just like shout out all the wonderful people who are all over fucking the country and the world who tune in to like you know hear us yap and talk about food and weed and fun things we're gonna go to japan next year oh and spain and spain Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna go to spain and japan next year cool but until then we have another episode (laughs) next wednesday (laughs) yes thank you so much everyone uh fun as always mike bye everyone bye